0: enjoy all things equine you've come to know this is the place to be we're rekindling america's love affair with the horse one saturday at a time i'm your host Lori richliano along with my husband and co-host victor richliano for the next hour we're going to be talking horse which is my most favorite subject in the world so saddle up sit back and relax we have a great show planned for you
1: Boy, do you sound peppy!
0: I am peppy.
1: You can't be peppy with all the stuff you've been doing this week.
0: I am just on total autopilot. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a very tough week. It's oh, man, you've been busy. I've been very busy. You've been busy, but we are back. We are back. We've we are had back. A, we've had a lot of there's this has been a lot to do. I mean, I, my Facebook followers know what I've been doing. Oh yes. I've yes. been queening out cats like twenty four seven.
1: Now. We had kittens this week.
0: We had kittens multiple times this week.
1: Multiple times. Yes. But wait, before we get into that, we do have to bring into our show sponsor.
0: Oh, yes. That's right. Right. Oh, we have a lot of new things this A lot week. of
1: new things going on in our podcast. We have a new show sponsor this week. It's Healing Arts Chiropractic in Wahpeton, North Dakota.
0: And I have really used their sources oh, yeah. this week.
1: <laughs> and it is uh, Dr. Garrett Schwinghammer.
0: Schwinghammer. It's would be German. Schwinghammer. Well, I don't know. He says it sh- I think Schwinghammer, but yes. the proper German. Well, you know, way we're would gonna be... have
1: him in as a guest. He's gonna come in and talk with us. So we're gonna have to ask him how to pronounce his I'm name. I'm gonna have to
0: tell him how to pronounce his name. No, it's, it's German. no, 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 it's no, no. No,
1: it's we did this before with another guest. You had it all screwed around. Well
0: no, but see that the proper pronunciation is Schwinghammer. It's German.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, four years of German.
0: This is it has got to pay off somehow. It is
1: uh, <laughs> Healing Arts Chiropractic in Wapaton, North Dakota. They're located at 709 Dakota Avenue, Suite B, in Wapaton, North Dakota. My
0: truck naturally goes there. Goes there. there. Now.
1: And uh, their phone number is 701 591 2727. And I'm going to put all that information in the show notes along with a link to their website. And you know it's been great meeting them over there, and you've been using their services.
0: And so of our clients, so have ha- several of our riders. That's actually how it came about. Um, he comes from a family. Dr. Schringhammer. comes from. A-
1: <laughs> now you're going to get me all messed up. We're just we're just going to call him Dr. G. Dr. G. There,
0: Dr. We, go. G, there we go. That'll
1: be easier.
0: Um, anyway, so his family has had horses, and so he was kind of thrown into this because he's had some of our clients. Who were going to him prior to me going Right, And I had one of my riders Who's had a very tight hip When we right. were riding And she started going to this chiropractor And all of a sudden She started riding better and I could tell, I said, what's going on? I mean, this is much better than what we've been dealing yeah, she with. She
1: had better foot position. She was sitting in the saddle better. Yes. And she wasn't as complaining as much.
0: Complaining. Well, she was very tight in her hip before. Yes. And so she couldn't she couldn't use her legs to the proper advantage. And when we ride horses, we want to use a lot of leg. Right. But she was struggling with that. But after a couple of visits there with uh, Dr. G, everything worked out great. So I was really, I was, I was impressed enough that I said, you know what? I'm feeling kind of sore.
1: Right. And you went and saw him. I went
0: and saw him. And um, he's, he's made
1: some great progress with it. Great him. progress. They come very highly recommended. Mm-hmm. I, they've been doing some great stuff. I know that they've been, uh, when they talk about a personality adjustment, I know you're a little bit happier when you come home.
0: Yes, it does. <laughs> actually, that, that is part of the thing with chiropractic. They say it actually li- um, helps your endorphins. Yes. From the manipulation. Well, you know,
1: we're going to have uh, Dr. G in, I don't know if it's going to be next week or the week after. We have to check what the schedules are. Mm -hmm. But he is going to come in and uh, we're going to talk about how chiropractic work can help you get a better ride
0: yes it we know can.
1: that it with dr sarah Bakken who does the chiropractic work on our horses we
0: believe in that
1: that it improves the horses greatly a thousand percent so that's just fantastic
0: now um i guess what's good enough for the horses is good enough for me, me yeah. <laughs> that's true i'd rather send my horses to the doctor than me right now the
1: the other thing is we were talking you had missy had kittens twice
0: yes Missy Missy is our is our Sphinx yeah one of our Sphinx
1: and, and those of you that are new to the show yes it is called hoofbeats with Lori but there should be a small underline that says and Sphinx cats and
0: Sphinx cats I breathe the naked cats yeah
1: and with that I do have to say I you know we when the show when the podcast is up and loaded um, I download it and listen to it uh, just to see where we need to make audio corrections and different things like that. And I do like to, need to let all the listeners know that in last week's show, you heard this crying in the background.
0: Oh, yeah, I heard that.
1: And um, that was not children. That no. was our cats. Our studio at home is up on the third floor. And the room directly below us is where some of our breeding cats are kept. And they want to come up here.
0: They would love to come up here and bother us as well. And
1: be guests on the show. Yes, I know. So,
0: so but that goes back to our kittens. It is kittening time. We call yes. it queening time. Queening, yes. Queening time. So when a cat has babies, we say that she... It's a queen. That's a female right. cat. It's called a queen. And when she has kittens we call it she's queening right well old missy who's had i think like five litters for me my favorite cat she knows it too yes she definitely knows it
1: she, she is the forever of the house Yeah.
0: forever is my favorite horse in the barn and right this is if you and could, they both
1: have your personality exactly
0: the same and very hard very
1: hard to deal with and very spoiled
0: and they love, to- love treats yes love, love yes. treats but anyway so she was due to queen no, well, she just, I like clockwork as she does on day 65, she had her kittens, but she only had two and she was very plump. Right. And I'm like, hmm, you got Maybe more. I have kittens. Oh, that would explain a lot. No, that's your primordial pouch. <laughs> no, it's the pie that I eat. Well, that created the primordial pouch. I got pouch. another one this week. I know. <laughs> I saw it. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But anyway, so she had her two kittens and then all of a sudden it just ceased. She was just like, done, I'm good. Right. And I'm like, um, you usually have four to five. And she's like, no, I'm good. And she continued to be good for two days.
1: Right. Well, actually, more than that, because Thomas these three. were early, early morning on uh, Monday.
0: Oh, no, no, no. She had her kittens on, it was on 730 at night on Sunday Sunday, night.
1: that's right. Sunday that's night. right. Labor Day weekend.
0: Yeah, because Missy always has kittens on holidays. And you
1: didn't take her to the vet until Wednesday.
0: Yeah, because she wasn't, and even Wednesday, she wasn't showing any signs of distress. Right. Nothing. She's like, I'm good. I'm good. But I was, you know, feeling her belly. I'm like, I think something just kicked me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And you ended up finding two more kittens.
0: We found two more kittens. Two more happy, alive kittens. Right.
1: Emergency C-section, we have to give out a great thanks to Dakota Veterinary Hospital, Dr. Sarah Bakken and Dr. Brewer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and were Taylor. In, and Taylor. And Jurack Taylor Jurak was there. Who's one of my riding And students. now you're going to put, you have those pictures up already on yes. your Facebook page. Yes, I'll
0: have to put but them on. But we need
1: to transfer them over to the Hook Beats with Lori page. So yes. you can see these beautiful little kittens that... Uh,
0: okay, so it's such a small community, and this is why the horses and sphinx go together. Dr. Sarah Bakken... And her son rides with us with 4-H, and right. is also one of my students. Right. And then uh, Taylor Jirac is also one of my riding students as right. well, who she's a vet tech. So it's kind of nice. It's like old home week there, as you know. And I was invited to. Uh, observe the, the C-section. And we helped with the kitten delivery.
1: And it was fantastic. And mama and babies are doing well. Yes. And I understand that two of them are already spoken for.
0: Yes, yes. Two and actually maybe three. Oh, jeez. Yeah.
1: That's fantastic. So Missy's doing well. We've had a lot, lot of other activities going on here. 24-7. 24-7. I mean, we had a, a barbecue. Yes. Here. I mean, there was probably... And we're socially distant. Absolutely. Um, But there was probably... I would say 20, 25 people here at the farm.
0: Oh, we have a very large farm. Yes. It was all outdoors.
1: All outdoors, nice. and it was great. Uh, great Dave weather. Hughes came mm-hmm. down with his family. Mm-hmm. Um, big family. He's got a big family. 7 kids.
0: They love the horses. Yeah, and
1: there was just in those of you that don't know Dave Hughes is very active in politics. Um, and we don't like to get a lot into politics on this show, but unfortunately, uh, he didn't make the primary running for Senate this year. But he says he's going to do it again, and I think he's a very good candidate for it. We like Dave a lot. And so he brought his family down, and a lot of our horse people were here, and his kids got to ride. We had Dave out. Yes. Yes. Not Dave Hughes. No. Dave Thunderbuns. Yes, Dave Bo- pony. our pony. And we've got some pictures we're going to put up on the Facebook page of Dave standing with Dave. Yes. So that was <laughs> kind of cool. And all the kids got to ride. It was a lot of fun. And I ended up with a pecan pie.
0: I know. You know what? Again.
1: Sam brought this pecan pie. One and of he, our riding students. And I noticed after about it. An, and I was very good because he set it on the table. Mm-hmm. And it was sitting on the table and everybody was eating their hamburgers and their brats and the potato salad and all the other desserts that were there. And I noticed nobody was touching the pie.
0: Because it was dessert, Victor. Dessert. Well,
1: there were other desserts on the table and people were eating those. Uh-huh. So after about 45 minutes of it sitting on the table be feeling lonely... I figured it needed to move to a new location, so I took one of the <laughs> writing students and sent them to the house to hide it in our fridge. Yeah.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. And um, I have
1: been enjoying that pie ever since. Everyone knows
0: that that was your pie from the beginning. So
1: it was very, very good. Mm-hmm. You know, and oh, and this week the kids all went back to school.
0: That, yeah, and some of them were crying.
1: Oh, yes. This. Oh, yeah. I get texts every day from uh, Jessica Miller begging me to come take her out of school. <laughs> Please rescue me. Please rescue me.
0: These kids have gotten so used to with the distance learning. Yes. And a lot of them... Well,
1: it's been a long time since they've been in school because they... What was it? March? It's crazy when they went, got out of school.
0: So yeah, it's like it's like the hooligans are you know now you got to corral them up and send them back. They're oh, kind of yeah. wild and they don't know what to do. No, they're a little wild.
1: You know now got their little masks on and taking their temperatures <laughs> and Sorry. It, 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 it looks it looks like a bunch of people going to rob a bank or something when you drop because I dropped a dropped Jessica off at school the other day and uh, it looked like she, like little robbers going to the, going to rob the bank. I
0: know it's weird, is not? It? it It was I kind don't of know. interesting. It's our our normals but now. But the mornings yeah.
1: are quiet.
0: I know it's very quiet here. I went. I
1: normally I go out to feed the horses in the morning, and in a matter of minutes, children start showing up. Yeah. I mean, we have some of them that stay here during the summer, and mm-hmm. you know, I went out there and there was nothing. I know it's quiet. It was, I could turn the music up loud in the barn and sing, and nobody laughed at
0: me. That's true.
1: It was very good. It's
0: it's a it's a unique thing. It's um our new normal, but I'm not. I kind of miss them. Yeah, I, I know. Miss I miss
1: them. having them around. It was kind of fun. I mean, uh, they are coming after school. Yeah. You know, we've got some new working students that are showing up, which is great. Uh, the um, whole
0: the whole thing is just to make sure that the more and more of the kids, they have still the association with the horses because they do need to have a sense of normalcy. Right. And that's the one thing that horses did, even through the pandemic that was so bad, is, yes... The horses were always there. They right. came out. They still work with the horses. They still had their same routine. So now they're going back to a little bit unchartered you know, land, which is basically the school because it's a totally different world. But at least they still come back to the horses. And they're the same.
1: Yes. The which same. is, it's just, it's fantastic. You know, and uh, our working students are doing well.
0: And we've had our therapies too, our therapy our days. Our therapy
1: days are going well. Um, we've added a third counselor out here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Callie is now out here working. And you know we've got the nice new round pen that was donated by Healing Arts Chiropractic, which Absolutely. is fantastic. We've been using that regularly. It's, it's getting more use than I thought it was going to. Oh, it's it's and nice. And it is really fantastic. It's really quite
0: a blessing. I mean that Healing Arts Chiropractic with their donation for uh, hoofbeats for healing was so right. well appreciated. It's just
1: it's really really good. And the other thing too is we want to remind all of our listeners that uh, hoofbeats with Lori is now available not just on Apple Podcasts. But we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts, along with approximately a hundred other platforms.
0: It's it's crazy how far we're, we're like everywhere. Now. Well, that's great. That's good because I think it really it's it's fun to spread the love of the horse,
1: right? And with our working student program, we do a little thing where we will assign projects to yes. certain students. And we did that this week kind of like homework since in honor of them being back in school.
0: And uh, what happens with the working students is they're assigned a horse. More of the advanced students are assigned a horse. And this is the horse that they need to train work with, etc. I oversee the training right? and we want them to make this horse, you know, come along and when it's working... And move it
1: to its next Correct. Step. Level. Mm-hmm. Right. And now Jessica, she worked with Aspen, Aspen. for quite a while. And Aspen and was Aspen our... Aspen is doing well.
0: Aspen's doing really well. She's getting... She's now ready for me. Right. And so Aspen is now being fu- finished by me. I'm putting some finished touching on her and I'm putting her on a spade bit. She's learning how to do more reining patterns. She has gone from, you know, she's gotten all the rough edges off her. Jessica did fantastic, putting right. a solid foundation, so now Jessica's ready for a new horse.
1: Yeah, and we assigned Jessica Tony. Tony. Tony is a purebred Arabian. Tall. Tall, very tall, chestnut,
0: mm-hmm. so a
1: little bit weird like the red-haired people we hey, know. Hey, we're fine, fiery. And uh, so she's going to go with Tony, and then Danielle. <laughs> yes. Danielle made the mistake of walking through the barn and going, you know, I really don't like Flicka.
0: Mm-hmm. Flicka
1: is our brand new mini that came with Dave.
0: And, Flicka, and Flicka's kind of independently...
1: I mean, she's about as wide as she is tall.
0: Yeah.
1: She needs to have some weight taken off of her, and she's a little bit pushy.
0: She has been pushy.
1: Right. And so yeah, when so Danielle... Danielle said she didn't like Flicka, you said, oh, guess who your new project is? Your new project and is And now Flicka. she's working with Flicka. Correct. And we have Sydney, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: who's one of our newer working students, but doing fantastic. And she's been assigned to Star. Mm -hmm. And Star is doing really well with her. Yes. And then we have Jayante, who in the barn we call her Jay. Yes. Because people can't understand Jayante, I guess. I don't know where that is. But they're both. She looks like a Jay. Yeah, she looks like a Jay. And they're both doing really, really well. They're college students over at NDSCS. Mm -hmm. And they're part of our program. And Jay has been assigned Mookie. So we'll have to keep the listeners up to date as to how they're doing, because Jay is... She's tall,
0: but, see, Jay but she's is very you, thin. And also, Jay didn't have any experience with horses. Right, and
1: she's doing phenomenal.
0: Well, also, I mean, Sydney, honestly. Yeah. Sydney Sydney, also with 4H and stuff when she was younger.
1: Yeah, but she did sheep. Sheep. That's sheep. She put a, a lot different.
0: Yeah, that's a lot different. But
1: both of them have a great desire to work with the horses and are doing a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. They both do great working with the kids.
0: Oh, yeah. I love
1: good. to put them out with Dave Thunderbuns. And...
0: Both of them are in, um, in the softball program. Right. So they both play softball. And they have a lot of coaching ability because they do teach young kids to you know work with softball and they do well and so it's kind of a nice natural progression when we work with horses
1: so that's good well you know laurie with that we're going to take a short break uh to get some advertisers on the podcast and when we come back we're going to talk about true dedication comes in small packages
2: so stay tuned we'll be right back when we change the way we look at things things change Introducing equine-assisted physical and psychotherapy available at Richliano Farms and partnered with licensed therapists Ashley Thompson and Danae Haginson. Equine-assisted therapy is on the forefront of the most successful treatments used to improve all levels of mental well-being, including PTSD, autism, trauma, children and family conflict, as well as helping to relieve the day-to-day stress we all experience in our lives. So whether you're dealing with the loss of a loved one a traumatic event, or just feeling stressed out. Let us show you how a session with one of our therapy horses and licensed counselors can start you on your path to a relaxed and happier you. Most medical insurance is accepted. Contact 218-643-9330 or visit alwayshorses.com to set up your appointment today.
0: At Rich Leono Farms Training Center, we work with you and your horse to make what you want easy for your horse to understand and to help you achieve your riding goals. Our training methods are proven by our clients' successes. We don't do gimmicks. We build a solid foundation. Horse training and riding lessons are available and taught by a United States Equestrian Federation horse judge, clinician, and trainer. Visit us on the web at alwayshorses.com or call us at 218-557-8762 to schedule your horse training session or riding lesson at Rich Leono Farms today. Since 19,
3: 1946, C. Jarvis Insurance has proven to be a vanguard in fulfilling the modern horseman's insurance needs, four generations strong, offering coverage for equine mortality, farm and ranch, personal accident, and more. For 70 years, the C. Jarvis Insurance Agency has been setting benchmarks for service provided with honor and professionalism. Contact Terry Ann Boggs at 952-210-1535 or tab at jarvisinsurance.com.
0: Welcome back to Her with Lori, Brought to you this week by Healing Arts Chiropractic We're rekindling America's love affair with the horse one Saturday at a time I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband Victor Richliano If you enjoy all things equine, you've come to know this is the place to be
1: You know, when you said brought to you by Healing Arts Chiropractic I expected to hear like crack, 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 crack
0: they do a good job
1: with that. <laughs> yes, true,
0: very true. But I tell you, it does it does keep everything moving well.
1: Yeah, and you know the thing is, is we're talking about uh, Doctor G or Doctor. Say it again.
0: Schwinghammer.
1: Okay. We're going to ask him if that's correct. I know he doesn't in. say it like yeah. that. But. Um, and we talk about the office at 709 Dakota Avenue in Wahpeton. But there is also another office in Fargo, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. So those of you that are a little farther north from where we are, that would be another office to contact. And we'll have their contact information in the show notes also. Well, Lori, in this next segment, we you know we've always talked about how... To be a true horseman and to work with horses, you have to have dedication.
0: Dedication is, is, is and, key.
1: I mean, it's like you've been a, a, a large R main ring judge for how many years now?
0: Oh, my gosh. Over 25, almost 30.
1: Yeah, getting close to oh 30. Oh, my. God, you're getting old. Ouch. And I started in horses back in nineteen seventy so or yeah. something, and it's it's been almost 40 years that I've been doing this. <laughs> you're old. So, yeah, I'm really old. I am really, really. See, this is the good see, thing. I, I don't need to go to the chiropractor to get my stuff cracked and hear it pop because I just pop and crack walking across Naturally. the yard. but
0: the best part uh, about this whole thing is you're always going to be eleven years older than me. Yeah, that's true. But remember,
1: men age like a fine wine, and women age like milk.
0: You're just you're, you're <laughs> horrible.
1: And if they want to send hate mail to you, they should Lori send it, where? at
0: hoofbeatswithlaurie.com. Yeah, remember why, that's only yeah. for Lori, not yeah, for Victor. No, yeah, put your yeah. Why yeah. I hate Victor's comments? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, wow, you're gonna get a lot of hate yeah, now. On this you're a one.
1: little curdly tonight. <laughs> oh, you know, so okay. yeah. and, anyways, well, you're
0: not that fine.
1: <laughs> it takes true dedication to work with horses, yes. And this next segment is entitled True Dedication Comes in Small Packages because I am amazed. We want to talk about one of our students, Miss Mallory Anderson.
0: She's a little spitfire.
1: Oh, yeah. And we call her the tick because she sticks to anything. She's good. Um, She's very good. She has a lot of natural ability and she has a lot of dedication.
0: She comes from a long line of uh, horseback rider and and horsemen.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, her her grandfather was a roper.
0: Her mother 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 is a rider.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we'll say her dad's a rider, too. He just kind of sits the horse and looks pretty up there. Uh, Yeah,
0: he was a dairyman.
1: yes yeah, a, dairyman. a dairyman yes mm-hmm. he was a he was a, a gentleman farmer <laughs> <laughs> he's from wisconsin yeah he knows his cheese though
0: yeah he and ha-
1: he's our he's our hay guy
0: yeah but he hates it when i like misspell and miss miss what, what out- is
1: what is that wisconsin town you talk about uh Claire. Eucl- so, no it's, what is the other no, one uh, i don't know Menominee. i go
0: Menominee. and he goes Menominee. Menominee. he freaks out it's i love it i love it
1: But you know, listening right
0: now, just cursing me right now, you know that.
1: But Mallory has dedication far beyond her years. Yeah. I mean she's ten. Yeah. Ten years old. She's ten. And she's been riding with us for almost two years now. Mm Mm-hmm and she is very dedicated to the horses and this last year
0: now she can she can tell you the difference between the leads she yes. can sit a trot she can be on the correct diagonal she knows the correct diagonal from incorrect diagonals with english right um she knows you know she, she knows how to rate a horse now right it's it's there's a lot that that's in this little tiny package, right?
1: And she'll <laughs> end up staying here during the summertime.
0: Oh, she's like a sponge. Uh, yeah. I mean, we have the videos like that. We'll always look at like Charmaine James's, you know, good friend of mine, and she has a um, barrel DVD- clinic. Barrel clinic, and on she on DVD. On DVDs, and Mallory is like a sponge. She's like. Quoting it. Quotes. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and do? she'll stay here for a few weeks during the summertime. She has her little trailer out in our yard and mm-hmm. she'll come to the house for dinners now and then. And But for the most part in the evening, she goes over to the trailer and she goes to sleep. And when I'm up in the morning taking care of the horses, she's right there with me. Yeah, she's like an old soul. Yeah. But what we want to talk about is it's been one year mm-hmm. since she got her new horse, uh, Amir Image. Mm-hmm. Which is was graciously acquired through Jerry and Linda Bus in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, <laughs>
0: close and, to Menominee. Now. Yeah, Menominee, yeah, Menominee.
1: <laughs> <and, Menomino. laughs> yeah, and uh, that's a for you, beautiful, Matt. Beautiful, beautiful gray mare that we've known for years and had taken pictures. And they were looking for a horse for Mallory, so we brought Mary on this road trip.
0: It was like looking at the white unicorn.
1: Yes, and we've known. Uh, they call her Amira. We've known her to be very gentle, and she's how old now? She's, what, 14, 15 years old? Not quite that old.
0: Yeah. Not quite that old. Yeah,
1: a little younger than that. Mm -hmm. But we've known her for a few years. We took pictures of her for Linda and Jerry. Mm -hmm. And so we spent some time with her, and we knew she was a calm horse. So we took... Mary with us on a road trip, and we went to Wisconsin to see the horse.
0: It's another thing that Matt really hates is yeah. when all of a sudden Mary... We take Mary
1: on a road, road trip, trip because we... she always comes home with something Matt doesn't want.
0: Uh, horses, tack, etc.
1: So we brought her out there, <laughs> and you rode the horse for her, and Amir hadn't been ridden in a while, but she did very, very well. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up bringing her home, and we put Mallory on her. When we, So, I mean, the day we got her out of the trailer. Mm-hmm. And Mallory rode her all around, and as a matter of fact, there's some pictures that we'll put up on our webpage of Mallory and her little brother Briar riding double on her. And she was just fantastic. And we started lessons.
0: Well, she, um, you know, the thing is, is with Amira and with Mallory, those two have hit it off. They're just, it's right. different. It's a, it's a, and, and the horse responds
1: to her like nobody else.
0: Yeah. She takes care of her.
1: And so they hit it off and they were doing well and they started lessons and we were getting her ready. We were going to take the winter to get her set for the show season.
0: Because it takes a little bit to condition a horse right. from being a broodmare. Because she'd
1: been a broodmare for the last few years. So we started doing this with her. And as they're doing this, uh, the mare's doing well, and we have the uh, the vet or the dentist out, and had her teeth floated correctly. And the dentist had noticed a loose tooth on the back left side. Well,
0: preceding this, when I was starting to work her, an issue that I was having was she'd be tossing her head, right, and not bad but every time that you would put pressure she would almost flip her head upside down and then i'm like okay well maybe she doesn't know how to handle the bitch she's been a brood mare for all these times let's just kind of work her gently let's work her a little side reins but but it was a little bit frustrating because she would when she found the pressure there she would start to flip her nose which you know a little bit you can understand but it was getting a little more severe
1: right and so we had the vet out to float her teeth and the vet, when floating her teeth, found a loose tooth in the back that said, you know, this could be a problem. It might not be, but maybe, but I don't think so.
0: But we think it's packing some food around right. it. So it So just it decay.
1: keep an eye on it. And so we did. And so as they're working, um, the mayor started getting crankier and crankier. And crankier and fighting everything that we were doing and then she didn't like being in the cross ties and here is this little girl who is sees this beautiful gray arabian mare and is madly in love with her and she's watching this mare deteriorate and they're everybody around her and the mare when we brought her in we brought her in on a lease mm-hmm. and part of the lease was and we brought her in to make sure that it was a horse that would work for mallory And if she didn't work out, we could take her back and Linda and Jerry would take her back. And if at the end of the lease it did work out, there's a set purchase price and the horse would become Mallory's. Um, And so everybody around her is going, I don't know, this might not be the horse, Mallory, she's acting up, and Mallory stood her ground. She said, no, this is my mare, I love this mare. And I know that with the time, there's gotta be something that's causing this. And we went through everything and couldn't find a thing that was that was sticking out. I mean, we did chiropractic work on her. We treated her stomach. Mm-hmm. We treated everything. And the mare would stand in her stall. And there's her stall is kind of a, a unique stall. It's one of the newer ones that I built. And the walls are a little bit higher. And the only horses she can see are the ones that are across from her in the barn aisle. There's no horse that can stick its nose through bars into her her stall or anything else like that to cause irritation. But out of the blue and out of nowhere, she would kick the stalls and scream and scream like a mare that was just upset because somebody was messing with it. And it just was getting worse and worse and worse. And the only thing we could come up with at the end is that maybe there's a problem with this tooth. Well,
0: that's where we, we were going back. I was actually talking to Sarah Bakken at the time because we had her out because um, we pulled a Lyme test on her too. Right. Because we said, well, maybe it's Lyme disease. Because she was out in Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a number one for Lyme disease. We have right. a horse, you know, that we've been treating for Lyme disease. We know how detrimental that could be. We can have lameness with that. We can have irritation with that. We can have somewhat blindness with Lyme disease. You can have, ang- you know, these type of aggression issues. So there's a lot of things that it could be. So we did do a snap test for Lyme disease just to rule that out. And it didn't. But while, And we showed that, it did not, that she didn't have Lyme disease. But when I was talking to um, Sarah, we were going. Well, what else could this be? And she says, "Didn't she have the right. dentist?" She brought out? up the tooth. She goes, "Didn't you have the dentist?" Because we out? had all
1: spaced the tooth. We'd yeah. stopped thinking about it.
0: And I said, "Yeah, we did." Oh, I said, "Oh, I bet it is. I bet it's packing, and I bet we're causing." So she says, "I think so." So then we had we had uh, Dr. Tanya Baroud back out, who is our dentist, and she confirmed. It was pretty serious.
1: Right. And she had come to the conclusion that the tooth needed to be pulled. That
0: it was causing a lot of pain.
1: And we asked her if she could do it because Dr. Tanya has this great trailer set up for Mm -hmm. just dentistry. And that's pretty much all she does. That's all she does. And um, she said that she wasn't comfortable doing it because if she got into it and the horse needed extra tranquilizer, enough to basically put them under for a full-blown surgery. To
0: lay her down. She
1: wasn't comfortable doing that on the farm. She wanted a surgical suite. So uh, Mary, we talked to Mallory and the first question that we asked her was, do you want to send Amira home? Right. Do you want to send her back? And when I said, and I phrased it to her like that because I was talking to her and I said, do you want to send Amira home? And she paused for a second and she looked at me and goes, she is home. Mm -hmm. And I went, okay. So we talked to Mary and Matt and they did some research. And we were originally talking about taking her down to the University of Minnesota or to Wisconsin. And we ended up finding a vet up in Castleton Mm -hmm. that would, or Mary found it.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: Castleton, North Dakota. That said, oh yes, he thought that he could do it and that he didn't think he would have to lay her down, but he had the facility that if he had to, he would.
0: All right. So, so, so when, you, when you are removing, because that was the whole, that was the gist of this, is that they needed to remove this molar. Now, uh, for the background on people who don't understand horse teeth or are not familiar with this, horse teeth start and continue to grow for the horse's lifetime, which means that a tooth can be inches, like six inches long. I mean, right. literally four to six inches long that it's in the jaw. So when they're pulling this tooth out, they are like pulling and pulling or they may have to cut, pull, recut and right. pull because of how long it is. So this is actually a, a quite a traumatic surgery.
1: Correct. It's a very tough surgery. And but luckily he didn't have to lay her down. They were able to get the tooth out and she was brought back to our farm to recuperate. Mm-hmm. And so then we were up against the next battle was with COVID-19, uh, 4-H and everything has gone to a virtual horse show. Yes. So we had to film Mallory riding Amira. And we had offered um, at, at the beginning of all this, because when we were still at a point where we could switch her to a different horse before the deadlines hit, we had several other mares and geldings that she could ride Hunter. But she said no. I want to show my horse, so we're eight days out of surgery.
0: Yeah, her tooth is packed. The hole is packed, is packed. Her tooth is packed. They packed it with
1: a plug. Uh, she can't have hay for ten days. She's on a special diet. All this other stuff like that. We
0: just have to be cognizant of the fact that that's still right. A, so we daveria. checked with the
1: vet, and we said, "Would putting a snaffle bit in this mare's mouth?" cause her problems. And the vet said, no, it should be just fine. Because it's, in front, of where the it's in front of where the extraction was. But still, you're talking eight days out of surgery. And Mallory was a trooper. She mm-hmm. got a blue ribbon yeah, in the show. She did fantastic on the horse. And Amira, she held it together and did her thing. So then we put her back and stopped messing with her for, what, almost uh, a month.
0: Uh, a little bit close to that. Let, we let it everything heal out quietly right. and just finish it out.
1: And so then we started working her and the mare that we had in the beginning was back. That's nice. I mean, she still has some habits and stuff that we're breaking and working with, but the mare that they brought home was back. And the one thing is, is through all of this, there were some tears shed. Naturally, it's a 10 year old girl looking at her dream and thinking that things are going to go wrong. But through this whole thing, Mallory never gave up on that horse.
0: No, she ha- she never did, and that's kind of we have so much dedication in such a little body. Right, and it's kind of um, it's a little humbling because it's she's it's my horse, and I know we've had this conversation with her, because again we're working with this horse. There's has, has who's had issues, and we we're working through where she normally expect you know expects to feel pain. Now she's not, so we have to kind of retrain the horse right. a little bit. So we've had that conversation with Mallory. It's like, what if it's going to take longer? Right. Will you, is this the horse you want? Because it may take longer. Because
1: she had asked, am I going to be able to show it next year during show season? And I said, Mallory, that's our goal. But if, what if you can't show that horse when you're 11? What if you're 12 before the horse is ready to show? And she said, I still want to show her. I said, well, what if you're 14? And she looked at me and she said, it's my horse. I'll do whatever it takes.
0: So that's really nice to see that type of dedication in a small child. And it's also, again, that's another wonderful reason to be around horses. The horses teach us dedication and patience.
1: Right. And her dedication and love for this animal is outstanding and phenomenal. Now, we're going to put some pictures of Mallory up on our uh, Facebook page of her and Amira having some fun together and so go there and take a look at this and you will see the love that these two share for each other so when you need that dedication and you're having that day when you feel down like you just want to give up because everything's gone wrong listen to this segment again and all of the problems that this little girl has had with this horse she's never given up on it and she's getting ready and keep your fingers crossed and say some prayers that we're ready to show this season but even if it takes another season i can guarantee you that little mallory anderson is going to be standing there next to amira in that wind photo sooner than later so Lori, with that we're going to take another quick break and when we come back we have a segment we're going to talk about is your horse feeling down so stay tuned we'll be right back
3: birchwood psychological center offers holistic personal and innovative counseling birchwood psychological center is here to help you face challenging situations or to help you move your life in a new direction birchwood also offers animal assisted therapy which has proven to be a highly successful approach to youth counseling call birchwood psychological center today at 643-9330 located at 115 5th street north in breckenridge minnesota Birchwood
1: Psychological Center, 643-9330. Have you ever dreamt of riding a horse? Or do you own a horse and dream of better ride? At Richland Farms Training Center, we can make your equine dreams come true. Our training methods are proven by our clients' success in English, Western, gaming, and riding down the trail. We don't do gimmicks. We build a solid foundation that lasts. Horse training and riding lessons for all levels are available including therapeutic riding. Visit us on the web at alwayshorses.com or call us at 218-557-8762 to schedule your horse training or riding lesson at Richlando Farms
4: today. Minnesota Gun Class has trained thousands of students to be safe, competent, permit-to-carry holders. In our classes, you will gain the knowledge and skill to keep you and your family physically and legally safe. You will learn how to develop a personal protection plan, handgun basics, how to select a handgun that's right for you, shooting fundamentals, the legal use of force, what to do legally after a violent encounter, and Minnesota carry law. For more information and to register, visit us at minnesota.gunclass.com. That's minnesota.gunclass.com.
0: Welcome back to The Feats of Lori, brought to you this week by Healing Arts Chiropractic. If you enjoy all things equine, this is the place to be. We're rekindling America's love affair with a horse one Saturday at a time. I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richleano. If you love horses, this is the place to be. Are you sure? I know it is. You know why I know it's the place to be? Because I'm here with my horses? No, because there's pie. Oh, I have had, actually, <laughs> listeners say, Lori, you need to start asking for things yourself, because apparently...
1: You don't need anything. You have me. So you have everything. Oh my <laughs>
0: goodness. That's Lori <laughs> at hoofbeatswithlori.com. You may also write until us about that
1: what there's nothing wrong with that Uh uh-huh
0: i am a wonderful person i'm glad you think so (laughs) you and your pie people Uh, i like my pie i know and they love you oh and they bring me
1: um cakes
0: this is gonna okay in cats i'm gonna i'm gonna bring back in cats what we we called you know if you ever see you know a spade or a neutered cat or even one that's not they have like this little pouch kind of hanging underneath their belly kind of looks a little fat thing that swings back and forth we call that a primordial pouch in cats and what that is is basically that way the cat even in lean times can draw from that yeah and that's what
1: it. i'm preparing for those lean times when you don't feed them.
0: exactly so your husband doesn't have a beer belly he's got a primordial pouch
1: well you know also too I, we've got a new student kaylee yes and every week kaylee brings me something in a little bag <sighs> She brought me cookies one week, monster cookies. I think and she then, wants you
0: to have a make of have good lesson. And then she brought me lessons. these
1: little cookies that were really sweet, so you could only eat them like one at a time. <sighs> and then last week, she brought me these brownies. Yes. Oh, were these brownies good.
0: I think she's trying to butter you up so I that know. your lessons are easier.
1: I know. I know. She likes her lessons. And
0: granted, I I don't really have like a sweet tooth like you.
1: I love sweets. So it works out (laughs) good. Now in this next segment, we're going to talk about, is your horse feeling down?
0: Well, with the COVID-19, I tell you, everyone's been feeling down. This is throwing all of us off. And so it's kind of a good topic right now. Is your horse feeling down?
1: Well, this segment is taken from an article that I read online from March of this year, and it was written by Justine Harrison with Jennifer Von Geldern. That's another German name, like mm-hmm. Schwinghammer. Schwinghammer. <laughs> Schwinghammer. I wonder if they go to Healing Arts Chiropractic.
0: Maybe they do. I'm Maybe. sure they
1: do. But this is talking about how we know that humans have depression. And have you ever considered that horses do?
0: Well, it would make sense considering how intelligent they are and how, remember that. Horse's eyes are the largest eye out of any um like what is it, any any species. Any mammal. And mammal, thank you. Mammal. Thank you. Yes, mammal. yes.
1: Mammal. mammal. See, I know these things. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> mammal. Yes. Say that three times. No. So and but anyways, this is out of one of my favorite things. We have a study from France. You and these studies. <laughs> I, and they're all from Europe. Yeah. And good? we gotta find out how to get those studies over here. I would
0: like funding.
1: Yes, it's fantastic. Um, But anyways, you know, a a depressed horse may have an unfocused gaze, an immobile head and ears, a neck roughly the level of the back, and a disinterest in their surroundings.
0: Kind of looks like some people I've seen. Yeah,
1: it kind of shows a little bit of depression. Mm -hmm. Now, in this study... That was done in France. The behavior was done and exhibited during depressive states in humans. For six months, the researchers observed the spontaneous behavior of 59 working horses in their home environment, focusing on bouts of immobility, which the horses displayed the atypical posture we were just talking about.
0: Like forced in their stall.
1: Right. And they went through this and they also found that there were horses that were not in this study. And the researchers recorded all the behaviors, giving special attentions to immobile moments. Uh, Horses exhibiting the unusual withdrawn posture stood immobile with open eyes, stretched neck, open jaw neck angle, and with the neck at about the same level as the back. The posture differs from the horses observant of his surroundings whose neck is held higher and whose ears move inquisitively.
4: Okay,
0: and so basically for those who are not, you know, horse people, you know, per se, who watch these horses, kind of like laying their head down, that they have their head just resting. Whereas when a horse is looking around, they're more alert. So they have their head upwards and they're looking in case something's going on. What they're saying is the horse is literally just kind of letting life pass itself by.
1: And what they found is that... 24% of the 59 horses in the study presented at least once the withdrawn posture of stretched neck, dull open eye gaze, and immobile head and ears up to four times each in 30 minutes. Mares were over... Uh, represented in the findings with one third of the mares in the study presenting this depressive syndrome.
4: Well,
0: that could be very, um, and indicative. I'm sure it
1: was the gelding's fault. It absolutely is. In mares our looks, house, so, it's always it's, my fault. It's always
0: the gelding's fault. Actually, that could be attributed to the fact that the mares have, most of them are not, you know, spayed, so they have other hormones going on. And so hormones do cause a lot of different type of emotions, as other women here know. And we are very sensitive to you, yes, males. Yes, I'm
1: moving slowly away from Lori at this point. As my
0: ears are laying flat yeah, back, just Because like she is mares. having
1: some emotional problems <laughs> exactly. right now. Exactly. Uh, you know, unfortunately for domestic horses, many factors can lead to a chronic stress and long-term exposure to the inescapable or repeated stressors can lead to depression. Any of the following circumstances or a combination of them may be at the root of a horse's stress and subsequent depressions.
0: Number one, it's pain.
1: Pain. Now we wanna bring these things up because Now everybody, don't make sure you listen to the end of the podcast before you get up and run out and check your horse. Or at least hit that pause button first. And when you go out and look and see if your horse is exhibiting any of these signs, we have to remember we are taking a wild and free animal and domesticating it. We're putting it into an enclosure. We're telling it when it can and cannot exercise. When to eat, when not to eat, what to eat. It doesn't forage like it does. So a lot of these factors can increase the stress that your horse
0: and, also, has in his and life. also if the horse is used to doing something different and all of a sudden you've changed it and you say you are um, isolating it or you are restricting it from what it normally does it just as if you did it to a child if you restricted that child who's normally used to going outside and you said you can only be in the house oh wait that it sounds like COVID-19 yes um, if you said no you used to be able to be out with everyone and now you cannot
1: Right. It's going to cause depression.
0: Yes. And that's what we're seeing in today's society.
1: Now, some of the things that can increase the depression in your horses, the number one is pain. And the problem with that is that you need to figure out where it's coming from. Plus, the pain could also cause the horse to be living alone. Because when a horse is injured, they end up staying in their stall while all of their stable mates go out into the pasture.
0: This is why it's so important if you have a horse that you're treating for an injury, you need to be supportive of that horse. You need to encourage this horse. Sometimes they have, they've got injuries that if you weren't there saying, come on, I know you can fight this. You're okay. We're going to do something about it. And if you are not that horse's cheerleader, they will sometimes turn into themselves.
1: Now uh, the other one is social isolation. Uh, According to Professor Robert, and I'm going to butcher this, Sapolsky, he's a neuroscientist at Stanford University. One of the leading causes of stress to social animals like horses is social isolation.
0: Well, that's the reason why we've had articles and or we've talked about it also why your horse should have a friend. Right? Why your horse should have. And if you another can't horse. afford
1: to have a second horse, goats are always good. Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes. Well, they're good for the horse. They're not necessarily good for the horse owner. Oh
0: yeah, here they are. But there's
1: you need to have some other type of a companion animal that that horse can be part of a herd
0: with. Because they're not meant to be, you know, socially away from everyone. They have to. They they they're social animals. They need their herd.
1: They need to be out there socializing, grazing and nuzzling and running and playing with their friends. Uh, Another cause can be confinement. Boy, this
0: is everything that we're reading here is the same thing that happens with humans like with COVID. I mean, literally we've put these people back in their homes. They can't talk to other people they sometimes get headaches because you're you know in there you've got isolation you you're 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 finding that they're just they're not happy and we're seeing the same things with horses
1: now also one of the the things that a lot of people don't know is horses have evolved and to travel up to a hundred miles a day in the wild
0: oh yeah well we've seen some studies where they've actually tracked horses like at night what do they do and these horses at night are like cruising their pastures right
1: even if they're in a confined area where they can't go from point a to point b for 100 miles they will walk that same path around and around and around because they need to do that so when we confine them and don't let them out to do that that's going to cause depression one of the other things and this is a human cause is harsh training
0: i don't think we put enough value into this
1: You know, some people push the horse hard and harder and harder and harder. And sometimes you have to look at these horses. If you had a child that wasn't understanding a math problem, would you sit there and yell at this child and force that child to do that math problem over and over and over and over again until they got it? Or would you break it down into small steps that they could understand?
0: Yes, and it's the small steps that are important. Or if they didn't do something right, would you smack it with a whip? Would you smack your child? No. I mean, that doesn't, that does not even make sense in any type of situation. What we find out is if we work horses in smaller sections more frequently and have more, more breaks, they understand the topic much more. They can comprehend that easier.
1: And one of the other things that can cause stress in your horse is transporting them. Yes. Horses aren't used to being put in little boxes and that move. (laughs)
0: No. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you put them in a little box and they stand there. So now you put them in an even littler box and it moves.
0: I mean, when you take a look at all these situations that cause depression on these horses, the other thing that we're looking at here is you could see why this would cause ulcers. And then that goes to pain. Right. And that, I mean, this is like, boy, this like becomes comes. the other circle. thing too
1: is you have to realize that it's also, you're pulling that trailer. And if you're not a good driver.
0: Or you're speeding up too or fast. Or speeding up
1: too fast, uh, slowing down too fast, taking corners too sharp, you're throwing that horse around. If you've never been in the back of a trailer while it's moving, you're in for it's a unique experience.
0: You will slow down. I guarantee it.
1: The, un- the other thing is boredom. Horses are very intelligent creatures. They need mental stimulation and standing in the stall all day long, staring at the same four walls is not going to stimulate them. They will find something to do.
0: May it be destructive.
1: Destructive or eating your stalls Mm -hmm. or causing problems. Um, The other part is unpredictability. It's important that horses have the same routine. That's why you can hear, I've heard it, you know, sometimes life takes over and i'm the one that usually goes out most of the time and feeds the horses and sometimes i'll head out to feed the horses and i may be an hour late because i got tied up in the office in the morning and when i'm on time they all whooker to me when i walk in when i'm late you can hear the panic in their voice like oh my god i didn't think you were coming to feed us today where have you been yeah the scream you know and then once they're all eating they start to relax
0: But see, that's their anxiety level goes up. Let's just talk about that. That's anxiety, and so these horses are very—they their comprehension level is very, very good, and they also can understand time. They, They have that idea, and so when they when it's not going to plan. They start to get anxious and that anxious, if it's always anxious and they have more and more anxious days that can, and that basically teaches them what we call learned helplessness. Right. Where that's the next step for them because all of a sudden they know there's no way out. There's no way out. I'm just going to always be anxious. I don't know if I'm going to get my food today. I don't know if it's going to be at eight, nine, 10, 11 this is, you know, some people go, oh, well, I just do that so they're, you know, so they'll be more flexible. That's not the way a horse is. They like to have a routine. And if we don't give them a routine, they get anxious. And if you continuously keep that anxiety, then they will have learned helplessness and then they go into depression.
1: Right. And, you know, part of this is like what I was talking about with feeding. You know, horses have evolved to what's called trickle feed. They graze as they roam for up to eighteen hours a day.
0: There's video of it. There's yeah, a video of horses just for 18, 18, yeah.
1: 18 hours a day eating pie.
0: You would be huge.
1: I would be happy.
0: You would. I don't think so. Not for long. <laughs> Primordial pouch dragon. I'll tell you that much.
1: Yeah. That also means that uh, three large grain meals. A notice day how you just and, skipped over that one. And one small hay net overnight is not adequate feeding regimens.
0: Wow. That's so you need to
1: watch how you feed them, mm-hmm. you know, that little bits. So and we talked about stoking those fires and everything else before. That's
0: why what we've talked about also when you're feeding a horse. that we're going to get ready for talking about feeding because we're getting ready to go into winter. And when we go into winter, we'll talk about stoking those fires and that you can't just feed, like, say... A good thing in winter would be to mix between alfalfa and a grass. Right, so that and give they, them more. Yes, and so they can munch down on that now grass you're for you're getting an longer episode time. ahead of us. Hey, but this is, I'm making people want to listen They'll for that kick. next episode. Uh-huh. See? see, I quick think on your that? feet. I am very quick on my well, feet. Well,
1: if you're noticing some of these signs of depression in your horse, some of the things you can do, if it's a single horse, like we talked about. Get him a buddy. And you can't afford another horse, take a look at maybe a small donkey, a goat, or other barnyard animal can help keep your horse company.
0: When we have a cat that does I,
1: we that. We have a cat that does that. Marge hangs out with several of the horses. And what's interesting is when you I've noticed one of the horses starting to look a little down, you'll see Marge hanging out at their feeder window.
0: That's interesting. Really and is.
1: they sit there and stick their nose on her. And then when that horse is happy, she'll wander around the barn. And if another one's looking down, she'll jump up in that feeder window. I
0: think she's kind of like and, a Dr. Marge. Yeah,
1: Dr. Marge. She's a therapy Marge.
0: Uh, well, it wouldn't surprise me. And
1: she's out there doing those type of things. Make sure they have access to forage. You know,
0: good grass or hay, let them eat,
1: and you know, finally, assess your riding and training program does it expose your horse to harsh methods, excessively long sessions, unrealistic expectations, or other environmental challenges such as extreme heat or bad footing? Any of those factors or combination of them can discourage your horse, making him adverse to performing. Or at the level that you want them to, or even being handled.
0: Now that's what we talk about, is that's when we work with horses, we always go for what? The release. The release. Which means you work them a little, give them the break, give them that reward. And if you're
1: struggling trying to get a horse to do something... Stop. Stop. Go back to something that it knows how to do, do it, and end.
0: And then you can revisit the other stuff later. You're better off
1: having smaller sessions multiple times during the day than having one big long session
0: the big long session is like a day that never ends whereas little sessions if you they've actually tracked it you've got a much better um learning rate
1: well you know laurie with that we are going to take one last break and we're going to come back and wrap the show up it's been a great time and we've got some great stuff coming next week that we're going to talk about so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Clothing
3: alterations and more for the equestrian. Make an off-the-rack or average show jacket extraordinary with custom alterations to your exact size. Custom tailor your show outfit and look your best in the show ring. Western, hunter, showmanship, and more all carefully altered to your correct measurements. Look the part of a champion in the ring with Carol's alterations at Country Cottage Crafts. 218 557 9224 Or check them out on Facebook, Country Cottage Crafts in Kent, Minnesota.
0: At Richliano Farms Training Center, we work with you and your horse to make what you want easy for your horse to understand and to help you achieve your riding goals. Our training methods are proven by our clients' successes. We don't do gimmicks. We build a solid foundation. Horse training and riding lessons are available and taught by a United States Equestrian Federation horse judge, clinician, and trainer. Visit us on the web at alwayshorses.com or call us at 218-557-8762 to schedule your horse training session or riding lesson at Richleano Farms today.
4: Minnesota Gun Class has trained thousands of students to be safe, competent, permit-to-carry holders. In our classes, you will gain the knowledge and skill to keep you and your family physically and legally safe. You will learn how to develop a personal protection plan, handgun basics, how to select a handgun that's right for you, shooting fundamentals, the legal use of force, what to do legally after a violent encounter, and Minnesota carry law. For more information and to register, visit us at minnesota.gunclass.com. That's minnesota.gunclass.com.
2: When we change the way we look at things, things change. Introducing Equine Assisted Physical and Psychotherapy, available at Richliano Farms, and partnered with licensed therapists, Ashley Thompson and Danae Haginson. Equine Assisted Therapy is on the forefront of the most successful treatments used to improve all levels of mental well-being, including PTSD, autism, trauma, children and family conflict, as well as helping to relieve the day-to-day stress we all experience in our lives. So whether you're dealing with the loss of a loved one, a traumatic event, or just feeling stressed out, let us show you how a session with one of our therapy horses and licensed counselors can start you on your path to a relaxed and happier you. Most medical insurance is accepted. Contact 218-643-9330 or visit alwayshorses.com to set up your appointment today.
0: Back to Hoof Beats with Lori, brought to you this week by Healing Arts Chiropractic, Wapiton, North Dakota. Dr. Garrett Schwinghammer.
1: Now, are you sure you said that right?
0: I think it's Schwinghammer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dr. Garrett, he's awesome over there as our chiropractic. But we want to welcome you back, though, to Hoof Beats with Lori. And as you all know, this is the place to be if you love horses
1: or chiropractic work. Absolutely,
0: goes <laughs> hand in hand. Hand
1: in hand. All right. Now, that's it's been a good show, Lori. I, it was great talking about Mallory and uh, depression in the horses and how to... How
0: similar it is to what we've been going through with COVID. With COVID.
1: Um, it, it's been a great show. And the other thing we want to remind, uh, and well, I want to take a moment again and thank uh, Healing Arts Chiropractic for the donation of their round pen. Uh, it has just been fantastic. It's allowed us to work horses in a better fashion. It's given us another therapy area to work with counselors and we were utilizing it this last week during therapy day.
0: It's really nice because Hoofies for Healing, which is our nonprofit equine assisted therapy program, also needed another separate area that they can the counselors can go in. It's you know, saw it's quiet, it's away from everyone else in the back, so they can do individual counseling on horseback.
1: And and it's tough because you know a lot of times we'll have two sessions going on in the arena at a time, but like this last week uh, we had one counselor who wanted to work with a client on being more assertive mm-hmm. and they needed the entire arena and they were working with Mookie and the other counselor had a young man there and they were working with apples and he needed to ride
0: and quiet ride and
1: quiet ride and so we were able to move them over to the round pen for the ride while the other counselor was using the arena and it worked out beautifully
0: so thanks very much uh healing arts chiropractic because that just helped us a ton
1: and with hoofbeats for Healing, uh, we're always looking for donations. With COVID-19, we've been kind of under the gun because we haven't been able to do any fundraising.
0: Until now.
1: Until now. We've got a virtual trail ride that's, that's coming, coming up. up. Yep. That's going to be a lot of fun. And um, the way that works is that we've already put it out on Facebook. And I'll also put this
0: on our page. And
1: we'll have links to it in the show notes on how to... Get to the virtual trail ride. And what this is, is in these days of um, social distancing, it's difficult to get together with a bunch of people and go for a trail ride. You know, because a lot of times you would do a group trail ride with people that you didn't know and then you socialize and stuff afterwards and that's gonna cause another outbreak and spread and all the other stuff like that. So we are doing a virtual trail ride and what you will do is you'll fill out the form and sign in, you will pay the fee which is a donation to Hoofbeats for Healing.
0: And you get some cool swag. Yeah,
1: and you get some swag out of it and then you go on your trail ride And take pictures, selfies of you and your family or your close friends that you're with normally out on a trail ride, being social distancing, whatever it is that you're doing. And you send those to us and we'll post them on our Facebook page and talk to people about what you did. Tell a little story. We'll talk about it on the radio show. We're also thinking about expanding this to horse shows. For our listeners that show horses to where you could also uh, get, points. get points, pay a small fee, and get your swag. And now remember that it's uh, the fee goes 100%. To hoofbeats for healing, and it's used for patients that need help with the financial cost of equine assisted therapy. It can go to sponsor horse camps. It can go to sponsor uh, sponsor a horse. Sponsor a horse, take care of that horse with its needs and keep it healthy. Maybe feed it a little bit, those type of things, and help keep things running. And you'll take pictures at the horse show of what you're doing and different things like that. And it's just a great way to stay involved. And then everybody can can meet on our Facebook page
0: and and link back and forth. We see this, they're doing this with like, what are the marathons? The 5K 5K runs and
1: different things like that. And this came out of uh, some friends of ours who have started a nonprofit called Addie's Angels in Fargo, North Dakota. And that's dedicated. Unfortunately, they had a traumatic event in their life where they lost a small child Uh, at birth and this organization is setting up to help other families get through that trauma and it's a very good organization and they came up with this idea for us and i think it's a great idea Uh, the other thing that we're going to be doing is there's going to be a um an online auction Mm -hmm. that's going to be running through and ending close to christmas time so we are looking for donations of items for those silent auctions tack uh vacations uh pictures horsey stuff non-horsey stuff and we'll
0: have that posted up there as we get closer to that right
1: but if you do think you have something that you want to donate and you think it would do well uh, remember that we will be making arrangements for people that are local to where we're at to pick them up. And we're also going to be running this nationwide. So we will be shipping items and stuff like that. And if they have an item they want to donate, laurie they can contact you where? laurie at hoofbeats
0: with Lori.com.
1: And we're also going to be doing I'm a, excited about this one. Yes. What did we call this?
0: It's Witches in the Barn. Witches it? in the Barn. <laughs>
1: and it's gonna be right around Halloween and it, since it's Witches in the Barn, I am not going to be there.
0: That's <laughs> fine. Because you're a warlock.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be scared. So yes. I am going. I am going out of town to teach that weekend. Okay, well,
0: Witches in the Barn, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be taking different, um, It's literally, we're making signs.
1: Making signs. And They're you can, fun signs. And you can pre-sign up for this. And it's going to be talking about women's health. Yes. And we're going to talk to... Women empowerment. Women empowerment. And you and Ashley, Danae, and Mary are running this. Mm-hmm. Um, those are three of the female board members and I'm kind of left out on the board because I'm the only male.
0: What a shame. That's because you're a warlock.
1: Yes. But, um, you'll be able to come there. We're going to also talk to Healing Arts Chiropractic because they do this thing at uh, events like that where they will show up and do a free evaluation, Mm -hmm. um, for you to tell you what they might be able to do for you chiropractically, say Mm -hmm. that five times fast. And if you want to set up an appointment, you can. If you don't, there's no obligation to do so. If you do set up an appointment with them, it's at an extremely discounted rate. And the money that you pay for that first appointment gets donated back to Hoofbeats for healing. Which is wonderful. So you can heal yourself and help other people heal.
0: That I mean, come on. That's a win-win situation.
1: So with that, we are doing... Those are the three fundraisers we're going to try and get in before the end of the year. And I will be posting the exact dates because I don't have those sitting in front of me right now. I will post the exact dates and links to where you can sign up for all three of those in the show notes.
0: And it'll be also on our Facebook page. It'll
1: be on our Facebook page. We'll put all of that on there. And also if you just want to donate to Hoofbeats for Healing, you can go directly to our PayPal link, which is www.paypal.me/hoofbeatsforhealing and you can go right there and donate directly. And also remember too, you can also sponsor an equine therapy horse. Go to our webpage, www.hoofbeatsforhealing.org and you can click on the donations and you can donate... A trip, a, a farrier visit mm-hmm. for a horse that you like. Treats. Treats, food for a week, food for a month. Take um, a look
0: at, if you haven't already, take a look at hoofbeatsforhealing.org. Hoofbeatsforhealing.org. And that is the nonprofit that we strongly support and that helps with the horses. It repurposes horses and then it also allows people to see what type of progress we're doing with equine assisted therapy, both psychological and physical.
1: Which is fantastic. And also, we want to remind people here that if you are part of a group or club or having an event that is socially distant and uh, able to be run during COVID-19. We feel your pain mm-hmm. at trying to get these things done. And if you need a little bit extra push, a little bit extra advertising, please email us where?
0: Lori at hoofpieceoflory.com.
1: With the uh, information about your event. And we will be happy to talk about it a little bit on the show and see if we can get some people to help attend that. Because that's how we do it: is We help people Social
0: networking. that help
1: us and we all move forward. Um, also remember that, uh, we are still looking for working students at Richliano Farms. We're always looking for those. We've had some great ones that are starting and we're going to try and get them in on the show, but most of them are going, no, 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 no. I don't want to talk on the radio. <laughs> so we have to invite them up to listen to the show
0: and then, that'll be and
1: then they go, then we'll get them on the podcast. Absolutely. You know, did I say radio? I
0: think you it, did
1: we know. spent two years on the radio That's and happened. now we're on a podcast. So to me, it's the same thing. It is the same. And, uh, it's a lot of fun. So if you're interested in being a working student, you can contact us at Richland Farms at 218-557-8762. You'll probably have to leave a message because we're usually busy when we're in the barn. Working in the barn. And that phone rings in the barn, so we pick up the messages once a day or once every other day to see what's on there. Or you can email Lori at Lori at and tell us that you're interested in the working student program, and somebody will get in touch with you to talk about that and the la- one of the last things we want to remind you of in this segment is that Uh, We are doing strictly a podcast format now. That's what you're listening to us on now. And if you've clicked on the direct link to get there, uh, we do want to encourage you to... Please subscribe. Please subscribe. The more subscribers we get, the better we look and the better we look, the better we feel and the better we feel, the better everybody is.
0: And less depressed for your horse.
1: Yes. And so we are on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in, Google Podcasts, along with about a hundred other platforms. Tell so your We're friends. just about everywhere. Tell your friends to subscribe. Watch for the brand new Instagram page. That's going to be going up and linked to our Facebook page so that we can start putting more uh, pictures and videos of the kids riding here. We also have a big video coming out yes. right around Christmas time. Uh, if I can get that done with all the other stuff that I'm doing, it's going to be a promotional video showing you feel good
0: promotional feel video.
1: good promotional video showing you the happiness that goes on here with at horses. Rich Liano Farms and hoofbeats for healing. So watch for that, and we'll be getting that out to you. And last but not least, we want to give a thanks to our show sponsor this week, which is Healing Arts Chiropractic, Dr. Garrett Schwinghammer. They're located at 709 Dakota Avenue, Suite B in Wapiton, North Dakota. And to make an appointment, you can call them at 701-591-2727. And I will put that in the show notes also.
0: And make sure you tell them that you heard about them on Hoofbeats Hoof with Lori.
1: On Hoofbeats with Lori. Well, with that, Lori, I'm going to go make a phone call and see if I can get an appointment to see Dr. G. So I'm out of here.
0: Happy trails.